0: yet being so gracious with the pulpit and allowing me to minister here, um, me and my wife, uh, we, just, we just thank God for this ministry because this ministry is definitely a godsend because, because the love that emanates from our leaders down, because, because it filters down, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you if, if you. if you feel love throughout the body, it's just a reflection of leadership. It's a reflection of leadership. Um, turn with me to Psalms chapter 85. Got this from Pastor. Pastor Mitchell, he, um, he, he mentioned Psalms 85. And um, I, I looked at it and and then it, and then it, it hit me. It said, I, um, since I'm going to be ministering and Pastor probably won't have a chance to minister on Psalms, I might as well go ahead and snatch it. amen amen. but but even before we before we read that um the the youth are in here right autumn come on up here right quick i I need it's an example I, i have a illustration for everyone um All right. I want you to. There's something here. I want you to get it. Get, get it out of there. All right. All right. You didn't find it yet, but go ahead. All right. Go wash your hands. Come back. <laughs> and um, every um, if you don't know Autumn, Autumn is a wonderful, bright, young lady. Just as the rest of the young children in here. They are really brilliant. I'm telling you, the, the 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 children that comes out of Foundation Forever. You know, I, you know, I may be partial, but 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 I believe that there's some 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 brilliant scholars that come in Foundation Forever, and and when they leave, they leave, you know, awesome, you know, awesome um, people of God, and and autumn autumn broke a foot, broke a broke a toe, so. Um, so it's kind of laborious. autumn. Can you come back again? It, it it may be a little laborious for her to do what I'm what I'm telling her to do. Do do it again, please. Yeah, get all in there. All right. And and um and for you who are probably just listening, what she's doing, she's digging her hand in some dirt, and she needs to go wash her hand again, because her hand is dirty again. <laughs> <laughs> um You know, um, sometimes, you know, it is it is definitely challenging for us, you know, to to do things and we get dirty. We get a little filthy in the things that we do sometimes. Sometimes, you know, um, we're we're hurting, you know, you know, she's dealing with an ailment. She's dealing with a broken toe and she's being charged to still go and clean up. You still have to go and clean. Even when you're hurting, even when things are not going your way, even when you have stubbed your toe, doggone it in a, in, a, in a midnight hour, and you're like, doggone it, you know, and all of that. Autumn, please come again. Um, <laughs> it's it's just things that happen, you know, things of life come at you, and they come at you, you know, kind of kind of fast, and they come at you dirty and even after you washed, you go and wash again? Because you, you're dirty again. It's, you know, now you're thinking, oh, go on it! You know, you see him hurting, you see him, you see I'm tired. You, you you see things are not going my way, and you want me to go and clean myself. You want me to go and wash. You want me to go and get this filth off of me. God help. God help me. You know, even even sometimes when you don't even want to clean up it, because it's hard to go out and clean up again. You know, after you already messed up, you know, sometimes it could be just your fault and you messed up and it's hard to come back and say, God, clean me up again. You know, and sometimes you get into that place and you're like, please, God, just help. You can't even really get back to the altar yourself. So you're saying, God, please help. And then in those times when you have no strength, when you have nothing left to give, when tears are in your eyes, I'm telling you, God knows how to do it. Sometimes you have no strength on your own. Sometimes you don't know what to do with. You're like, God, please, just get me out of this. I don't know how to, I don't know how to get out of it myself. It's, it's hard, and it's difficult. These, these habits that we have, that, 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 that they're habits and they're things that, that, that seems to be weighing us down and, and tying us up, and you're saying, God, I need a way out. Just say, help, God. And God knows how to, He knows how to pick you up when you don't even know how to walk yourself. When you don't know how to do it yourself, God knows how to say, Okay, okay, daughter, I'm here for you. Okay, son, I'm here for you. Just call my name. I know how to restore you. I know how to do it. Um, Has anyone ever (laughs) wore anything white? It seems as though when you're wearing something white, you are a little more conscious of things around you. So you walk in in such a way not to bump into anything and not to, you know, um, accidentally scrub up onto someone that's that's dirty if they're if they, if they don't look clean. You're like you stay you keeping your distance and. Even before you sit down, you're you, you watching, you're looking, you're making sure that I don't sit in nothing because I don't want to get dirty. I don't want to appear to be dirty. And that's the thing. It's, it's, it's all in perception. We, don't want it, you, you, we understand that we're dirty, but we don't want you to know we're dirty. That's the thing. I just don't want you to know that I'm dirty. I don't want you to know what I'm struggling with. I don't, know, I don't want you to know what I'm dealing with. You know, because it, because um, when I have other clothes on and they're not white, really don't matter, you know, because I just, I walk and fair. I don't even really care much because if I bump into something, guess what? I don't see it, so it don't matter to me. The thing about it is, is we've been bumping up into st- some stuff and, and things have been getting on us, but because we don't see it, it don't care. <laughs> because we don't see it because because we're not wearing white and it's not showing and it's not showing to no one else, we don't really care too much. We're walking around, we're dirty, but we just don't look that dirty. <laughs> you see the enemy will try to get us in a place mentally where we think we're the only one who's messed up. The only one who's fallen. The only one who's dirty and needs to be cleaned. The enemy will get you in the mindset of that. Has anyone ever um, 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 gotten to a place where you're saying, man, it seems like everyone else is getting it right and I'm seeing like I'm the only one that's getting it wrong. (laughs) That's just a, Trick of the enemy, just a trick of the enemy that's trying to get you to where you are just um, putting guilt on your own self and con- and being in condemnation. But the Bible says that there is what. Therefore, now no condemnation to those who are what in Christ Jesus. If you're in Christ Jesus, guess what? I may be a little dirty, but I'm not condemned because I'm going to a father that knows how to restore. And the thing about it is, is that most times we don't want to come to God again is because um, um, we think he's like man. We think he's just like us. I'm tired of getting clean myself. I'm tired of washing my hands. I'm tired of going back and forth to the altar. You know, every time I open the altar, you see me there dragging myself to the altar because what did he do today? What did she do today? You know, because you're thinking in your mind, people looking at me and I'm tired of folk looking at me. <laughs> I don't want nobody to look at me and, and see my junk. But the thing about it is, God is not like man. So so when you go to God, he knows how to restore. He knows how to bring you out of what you're in. So the, the title of this session is God Restore Me Again. Come on, lift your hands up. Say, God, restore me again. Come on, God, do it again, God, do it again. And the, and the thing about it is, is, oh God, this is this is not no. Um, um, uh, this is a need. It's, it's not. A, it's not like a a, a desire or, or, or something that that oh, if it does happen, it happens. No, this is a need, baby. I need to be restored. I need to come out of this. Listen, you don't know the the seriousness of this. I need to be restored. I need to be in fellowship, right? Fellowship with God. Because if I don't, I die. If I don't, I'm apart from God. No, I don't want him him to say, I never knew you. No, the, that is not that's not the place I want to be at. I need to be restored. I must be restored. I can't continue like this. God restore me again. Unless I'm restored, I can't be revived. Come on, man. Come on. And unless I'm revived, I'm merely existing. This message in its design and its intent is to be introspective, meaning that I want you to really take this or that God wants you to really take this and look inwardly. It's not for your neighbor, but your, ne- your neighbor may need it. It's not for your, your, your wife or your family member, although they may need it as well. But, th- but this message is designed so that you can look on the inside and apply this word to you, And you alone. It's not to say, "Mm mm-hmm, yep, he right up his alley. Yep, mm mm-hmm, talking about her. No, this is something where you can say, God, this is me. This is me, and I need it. Although most times it's difficult to see yourself as messed up and needing to be clean. Because, of course, we're saved. And cringe at the thought of someone else seeing us other than the Facebook picture perfect perfection we have them to see but we we don't show them the 12 bad photos just show them the one and say feast on this (laughs) you know you know you know we don't show them that those 12 we just show them the one despite the facade despite the false face we perfected we need God's restoration Psalms 85, verse 1. It says, you showed favor. Let me me read out of here. It's a little better for me. And I won't be before you long at all. Psalms chapter 85, verse 1. It says, you, Lord showed favor to your land. Let me, let me just go back a little further because in order to really understand Psalm chapter 85, you have to understand the heart of the author or the authors. It says that the person who authored this was the sons of Korah. And if you would, would, um, um, dig back a little bit, um, I believe it was Numbers chapter 16, where, where it talks about Korah. And it says that that he and a couple of other guys and about 250 of the other elders there, the, the prominent people within the land, they came against Moses. And, and to make a long story short, that what happened was um, when they came against Moses, God opened up the earth and swallow them up. And then they were gone. And then I was thinking, man, shoot, well how they wrote this if they swallowed them all up? But then listen, chapter number 26, the same the same book, book of numbers chapter 26. Let's go there right quick. Chapter 26, the book of numbers. Um can you get that baby or oh, somebody? I don't want to lose my place. What, um, what Numbers, I believe it's chapter chapter 26, probably verse 11, I believe. Is it? Yeah, verse 11. I'm, I got it, I got a baby. Numbers chapter 26, verse 11. It says, the line of Korah, however, did not die out. <sighs> Chapter 26, verse 11. It says, but the line of Korah, however, did not die out. And it is amazing that God um, can save a people, you know, because because listen who's, who's writing Psalms chapter 85. These are the sons of Korah. Could you imagine seeing your whole family and family line die, swallowed up, but you are preserved? Everyone around you have, have, have gone. Sometimes people will hold resentment and bitterness against God. And they hold that there for the rest of their life. But the sons of Korah, they knew that, that, that if it had not been for God, that was on their side, they would have been swallowed up quick. As well but but somehow they didn't get swallowed up with the rest of the family some of us are in situations like, like that now that that the rest of your family not saved but you're the only one that's saved but you may be saved so you can get them who knows so now we see that, that, that Korah, he, he died and a whole bunch of his family died, but some of his sons and, and some of his line still stayed alive. So, so then I was saying, okay, God, so this is who's writing this, a person who's actually have, who you have restored, you know, this is a great example of someone who's been restored. Because listen, this is the priestly... They of the priestly line, the tribe of Levi. Because, because Korah, he was the grandson of Kohath. And Kohath was the son of Levi. So, so they were still in the same line. So they were still operating in the priestly tribe. They were still operating in the things of God, you know, during that time. So at this time, you know, even when all the family had died... They still were alive, and they were restored to their position. Oh, God. So now you're seeing more of the heart of who's writing Psalm chapter 85. It says that this is a psalm of um, the sons of Korah. So this is what they're saying. Now we got a little background about them. They say you Lord showed favor to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. See? It's not bad to put God in in, in remembrance of things that he's done. You know, you know it's it's for him and it's for you too. You know, you know You're getting encouragement because of um, remembering that if God did that, surely, oh man, he can do it again. It says, you forgave the iniquity of your people. If you forgave then, I'm sure you can do it now and covered all their sins. It says, you set aside all your wrath and turn from your fierce anger. And then this is the one where we get our um, 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 subject matter from. It says, restore us again, God, our Savior. These are the sons of Korah saying, God, restore us again. I, you, know, you, know, you know, I know you've done it in the past. I, I, know, I know you've done it before. God, do this thing again. I know listen just like just like all of them kept getting their hands dirty. You know, I know you've been dirty again. But say God do it again. Clean me up again. Make me all over again. Restore us again. God, our savior. Um He, he put that. He said God our savior. You're the one that is our hero. <laughs> You're the one that saves us. You know, you know just like when Adam was coming back and um, Ronnie had her in her arms, you know, you know, he was playing God. And that's how God is. He'll swoop in and save the day. He, he knows how to save the day. You know, Superman ain't got none on God. We serve a God that's, that's, that's able to clean us up, able to make us new, able to make us fresh again. It says, and put away your displeasure towards us. He says, Will you be angry with us forever? Will you pro- prolong your anger through all generations? And then I like this. He says, Will you not revive us again? We're in a teaching. About revival, or in a phase of revival, and the pastor's been teaching and been harping about revival, 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 just getting it in our ears, getting us ready, getting us prepared, getting us, getting us, getting us on the same wavelength. But, 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 in order to be revived, and I said this before, you first have to be in the right place. Hmm. Okay. Think of it like this: It makes no sense in purposing to revive someone who's still underwater. Come on, come on! just good stuff, right there, Makes no sense in trying to revive someone who's still underwater. So what you first have to do is what? Restore him. Take him out the water. So that's why God is saying you have to first be restored. When you're first restored, then revival can happen. So God is saying, you know, there are some things that, that we're in that we need to just get snatched out of. And then revival's going to take place. God, restore us again. Restore us again. Restore means to be brought back. Be brought back to where? Brought back to God and presented to him again. This may not apply to everyone, but it may. Have you gotten to the point where you're tired of going through the motions and you need something to really happen in you? You really need to be restored. Everyone on your feet. Everyone on your feet. Everyone on your feet. Come on, let's let's get restored. Let's get restored. Um, (laughs) um, in order to be restored, there is a there there's always a cutting away. Cutting away things that are not necessary, things that are not needed, things that may be weighing you down. Um, Jesus said it best like this: He said, um, "They that want to follow me must first what? Deny himself, <laughs> take up your cross, and then follow me." So it's a it's a it, it restoring takes a denying of yourself. You taking your cross up and following God um, David David, when he was going through um, one of the issues that that he was going through he said he said God restore unto me the joy your salvation I want to be restored again I want to be excited about being in you be excited again about being saved you know understanding about you know this ain't of my own. It's, it's, it's God's goodness that allowed me to be saved and allow me to have right relationship with God. Father, restore me again. Restore me again. Where I've gotten lazy, where I've, where I've gotten lack of day school, where I've gotten a little, a little, you know, stale water, you know, stale waters. I don't want stale waters, God. I, I want to be like a a flow of living water running through me, God. So there may be someone here that first don't know the Lord Jesus because, because, there's, because there's no way that you're going to, um, we can even talk revival with you if you don't know the Lord Jesus. <sighs> you need to be restored. You need to come into fellowship with him first. And then revival, oh, will take place in your life quickly. So someone, you, you may say, I don't know the Lord Jesus. If that's you, come on, run to the altar. Run to the altar. If, if that's you, it may be you, it may not be you. But if it's you, run to the altar. If you don't know, don't know the Lord Jesus and you've never known him. And then this is a call that you say, well, I've known him, but I've, I've, I've drawn back a little bit. I've, I went back and I want to be restored. Because I want this revival pastor continues to talk about. I don't want to just, I, I don't want this church to be a church that continues to talk about revival. And talk about revival, 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 revival. You know, keep prepping us, prepping us, prepping us. What, what's going to happen? No, it's, it's up to us because we have to be restored. We have to, listen, look, touch your neighbor and say, come on. Just, that, they know what that come on means. They, they 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 know exactly what that come. Listen, I ain't got to. I, I don't have to say exactly what your mess is. You, you know what to come on. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> you know how people back at the back at home. Come on now. You know people able to do all that. So come on, quit playing. That's how you say, quit playing. Come on, man. Yeah, because guess what? We as a body want to enjoy revival together. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. We want to enjoy revival together. So, if anyone needs to be restored, um, and if you desire to come to the altar, come to the altar. If you desire to get it at your seat, go ahead and get it at your seat. But we have a little bit of time, and you get restored to your God.